Hey freaks, it's Serena, and I wanted to check in with you with the weather story. We're going to go through this. We're actually going to read it and talk a little bit about, you know, the meteorology behind it, dive into a little bit more. So in case you have a copy of this book or you want to get a copy, you can sound even more intelligent while you're reading it. So let's dive in and talk a little bit about the weather story. Now, this is a book that I um, authored and illustrated as well. I did all the pictures for it. Um, and I did it because my youngest niece, uh, or one of my nieces, excuse me, was afraid of thunderstorms. And I said, you know what? That's kind of crazy. She just needs a good book. And after looking to find some books out there, I didn't find any that I really liked. So I said, I'll write my own. So that's where we have the weather story. And that is with Francis Fox. So he's on every page and he talks a little bit about what's going on. So we are surrounded by air from the ground to the sky. It covers us everywhere and goes very high. The air can seem damp and heavy, or it can be light and dry. What you're noticing is humidity, the percent of water vapor in the sky. So water vapor is actually water in its gas form. So water can be in three forms. You can have a solid, liquid, or a gas. Solid would be like ice and snow. Liquid is water. And a gas you can't see. And so water vapor is actually the gas form of water. And if you have a lot of it, the air can feel really sticky. Let's see. The air above us is heavy, which you might never know. Its pressure pushes us every day and can be high or low. It's actually about 15 pounds per square inch on your body, believe it or not. High pressure brings us sunshine and keeps the clouds at bay, but rainy, cloudy, windy days mean low pressures on the way. And that's why we chase these. We like low pressure. We like these types of things. And the reason is because actually how the air moves vertically. So in high pressure, you actually have convergence aloft, which causes the air to sink and divergence at the surface. This is not conducive for storms. This isn't good for bad weather. But low pressure is where you actually have things coming together at the surface, lifting up and diverging. And this is what causes condensation and clouds and lift. And that's a big, big ingredient, obviously. For, for our storms that we need. Our air is always on the move, going from high pressure to low. These differences in pressure are what make the wind blow. It's really the only reason we have wind is because of pressure differentials. If you were to go back to our little pressure picture and imagine high pressure as more air and low pressure as less, imagine these as like two cylinders of water and there's a little straw between them. What happens is it actually wants to balance out. So if you were to connect these two, say, you know, cylinders of water, they would balance each other out. The high would go down, and the low would come up. And so that's how you have wind moving from high to low. And that's always what happens. So look at any weather map and look at your patterns. Next time you're forecasting, take a closer look at it and you'll see the winds are almost always moving from high pressure to low. So on to the next page. This one's a little bit hard to see. There's lots of different clouds. It never comes out great on the camera. Uh, in the air, there are clouds. They can be light or shades of gray. The bigger they are, the darker they are because they block the sun's rays. That's why when you get under a cumulonimbus cloud and look up at it, it's really, really dark and gray. But the cirrus and all these clouds that are up high are light and puffy. You just don't have, you know, there's there's not, uh, the light can pass through these light little clouds really easily. But in a big cumulonimbus cloud, it's just absorbing all that light and it's why it looks so dark when you're under it. But if you're outside of it staring at it and looking at it, it's usually pretty white and some other beautiful, brilliant colors. Clouds are made of water drops more than anyone can count. When there's too many for them to hold, the clouds must drop, dump them out. Then rain falls to the ground and gets everything wet. But if the air is cold enough, snow is what you'll get. And if the sun is shining on a rainstorm just right, you will see a rainbow with its colors bold and bright. So in order to see a rainbow, you actually need to have the sun behind you and the rain in front of you. Um, and as long as you put yourself between those two, that's how you can see a rainbow.
Every once in a while, clouds like to go for a jog. They visit us from high in the sky and rest on the ground as fog. Some clouds bring us lightning with flashes big and bright. You should not go outside until the storm is out of sight. Now, I tried to um, shorten up the 30-30 rule as much as I could. Now, we as storm chasers don't observe that very much (laughs) because we're out storm chasing. But if you're at a baseball game or a t-ball game or something outside, uh, you want to make sure that when you see the last lightning strike, you want to count to 30. Um, and that'll be number of seconds. And after 30 seconds or later, you want to hear that rumble of thunder. After that happens, you wait 30 more minutes before it's safe to go outside. A lot of people don't realize more lightning comes out the back of thunderstorms than out the front. So a lot of these instances where you see people getting hit by lightning, it's usually because they went back out too soon. So really important for kids to know. Thunder is hot expanding air that comes from bolts of lightning. A rumble means they're far away. Close booms and cracks are frightening. And if during a thunderstorm, big balls of ice fall from the sky, this rain has become hail, frozen drops that formed up high. So you have raindrops that form here and from those strong updrafts we talked about, you know, with low pressure and convergence at the surface and rising air and it it dissipates at the top. Um, you can have these hail, these raindrops that get brought up above a freezing line and they freeze, they turn into ice and then they fall back down again. They get caught by an updraft again and they get another layer of water on it that freezes and another and another. So if you cut open a hailstone, a big enough one, you'll see it actually looks like a tree and it has the rings and that shows you how many trips it has made up and down through the thunderstorm. And then there are tornadoes, spinning whirly clouds. In a safe place, you should go if one is on the ground. Or you, you know, drive around in your car with it and get some pictures and do some awesome things. That's fine, too. That's okay. You just have to know what you're doing. After a storm passes, it may feel cold or hot. This is called the temperature. Will you need your coat or not? The weather is all around us and changes every day. It can make us happy, sad, scared, or glad but will continue on its way. So here we're showing, you know, the high pressures and the low pressure. Once again, the wind's blowing from high to low. So it's converging at the surface, going up and creates that thunderstorm. So trying to kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together here in this graphic for everybody. This is the important one for the little ones. So if a storm makes you scared or you want the sun to shine, remember it won't last too long. Weather changes all the time. So there's little Francis sitting in his bed at night, cozy. There's a thunderstorm, but it's moving along. It won't be there forever. He's very happy. The end. Uh, So if you keep reading through the book and in the back, I do have a little glossary of some weather terms, um, all the ones that we talk about in the book. So everything from, you know, air and clouds, hail, fog, humidity, pressure, rainbow, snow, all of that are featured in here with easy to understand, but accurate definitions for kids. There's also a little blurb over here uh, about me. So um, here it is. That's the weather story with Francis Fox that I wrote and illustrated. If you want to get a copy of it, you can do that a few ways. You can either order it on on Amazon or anywhere online books are sold. Uh, It's print on demand. So they have it available there usually pretty readily. Uh, You could also reach out to me if you're looking for signed copies. You can find me everywhere at Weather Serena, W-X-C-Y-R-E-N-A, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, email through Stormfront Freaks. There's lots of ways you can find me. So just send me a message. Uh, let me know that you're interested and we can you know, do payment through Venmo or PayPal or something like that and sign them and send them out. So they make ho- great Christmas and holiday presents. So the weather story with Francis Fox. Take care, you freaks. <laughs>